You're listening to the Stay Smiling Life podcast, where we share tips and techniques on how to be relentlessly optimistic. You'll learn to extract purpose out of all situations and enjoy your journey of continuous self-improvement. Take control of your happiness and choose to live a Stay Smiling Life because everyone deserves to be happy, including you. Join Join us and let's get to getting happy together. All right, what's happening? What's happening? Podcast number seven in the house with the Stay Smiling Life. Siete. Numero siete. Yarete tita tita. Yos with the frozen. Yos with the frozen. That's called the Zoom boogie. Zoom boogie. But welcome back, everybody. We're excited to be here today. Uh, Brother Carlos is in the house. Brother K. Oh, sorry. No, you good? You good? I'll go seven. <laughs> <laughs> and who's that in the bushes? I mean, in the cave. He really Yo. did, froze? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, did Dang. he? Dang. Is he asleep? He did that right on time. Brother Yosh turned <laughs> went straight Neanderthal on us and just. Where is he? He's in Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon. Yeah, maybe you should call in, send him a message. Okay, I'll send him a message. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just call in, brother. You know, we know we know where you at. Right. You know what I'm saying? You are missed. You are loved. You are here, but you're there. So uh, you know, this is how we were keeping it real. This is how the podcast stuff goes. You know what I'm saying? Half of the time we don't know what we're doing, and the other half of the time we don't know what we're doing. So it works, right? Half and half. Uh, but today we're gonna be talking about acceptance. And what does acceptance mean, right? Uh, and, and the thing that I want people to think about when you think of acceptance is acceptance is not what could have been, it's not what should be, nor is it what's supposed to be, but rather things are just what they are. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It will be what it will be, right? It's a lot easier said than done, though, right? When you are living a stay smiling life and trying to make uh, the best out of each moment, trying to be relentlessly optimistic, working on continual personal growth, uh, accepting things as they are, right? Learning how to stay objective uh, and not subjective in your view of current situations and your emotions and feelings and reactions uh, and life circumstances and when life wants to give you a bebop upside your head, mm-hmm. it's about stopping and understanding how do I see this for what it is? <clears throat> not worse than it is, not better than what it is. See it as it is, mm-hmm. right? Because once you do that, you're able to transform it into what you want it to be, right? But you got to see what it is to begin with. So that's what we're going to be uh, talking about today. And so, um, Yosh, if you want to go first, right, how do, uh, how have you learned to be okay where you are in life at each stage of life as life continues to go down this journey? I mean, it's like, it's like the path that you have to your goal or who you want or what you want to be. Um, but there's always going to be deviations to a straight line. 
So like a problem solving skill that I, I usually think of is you have where you start, where you want to be. The most efficient person will go in a straight line. But in reality, there's nothing that can go in straight. You're always going to have small problems going left and right yet. So what's going to happen is you're going to go, okay, I'm going to put the, oh, I need to, I need to realign myself, go back down to where that line is and keep going back and forth, back and forth. But what it is, is that I try to be more efficient in a way is that I try to stay close as a line. If I'm deviating too much, I'm like, okay, this is a situation now. So, okay, what do I need to do to correct myself or correct course of action to go to closer to where that, I guess you said, most efficient place to be. So that's more along the line is that how I say it, like I said, this is where you're in that situation, you're deviated away from where you want to be, but you merit it in that. You give yourself a few, you know, a day or two, whatever, how long you need. Hey, you know what? I need to change in a way to go to make myself better, to go back to where I want to be. Um, but always just accept the where you are at that moment. And it's like a it's a grow it's a growing it's a growing I guess you could say not growing it's a growth because you're always making yourself better better or worse as growth you're changing you're trying to go forward. I mean there are also times you think you always step back but in reality you are always still going forward. Mm-hmm. So always just expect accept that you're always going forward. You're making something better. You're trying to make something better. But most of the time, who knows what is better for you except you. So you could do one thing, try it. Hey, I like it. I, this is, you know, what you feel, what you want. But make that, you know, small corrections all the time. So always try to stay in, in between that or closer to that line that you want to always be at. Okay, that's what's up. So it's constant course correcting. You yeah. know what I mean? And and um, and so how did how have you learned to not judge yourself based on where you're at as you find yourself deviating away from that line? Um, I mean, simply said, is that's the past now. It's not the present. That's where you were, or that's what it was. But what it is it now? From now, you just take that next step into the future, but what you rather want to be or which way you want to go. Mm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, like today, I was hiking all day long. I was like, you know, if I had regular shoes on, I was going over those rocks, I would have felt it. I know that for sure. But I had hiking boots on. Mm -hmm. So it let me go, you know, much more at a smoother pace than wearing, you know, very thin running shoes. But in reality, if I was wearing running shoes, I would have stepped on a rock. I would have noticed the rock. I would have said, hey, I'm not stepping on a rock anymore. Like course correction, small, small things like that. But it's like I needed, you know, I accepted the fact that I'm wearing nice hiking boots now. I just go straight through where I wanted to go. And had you had some paper thin little moccasins, you'd have had to accept the fact <laughs> that you Oh, yeah, that I'm not stepping on any rocks. Uh-huh. You better accept them bunions, dog, yeah. and the yeah, so I'll go. Y'all could go ahead now. I'll, I'll be right here. I'll be doing uh, push-ups. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Thank you, Yosh. How about you, Christina? <clears throat> How have you learned to be okay where you are? Um, 
Well, I agree with Yosh that acceptance is like understanding, it's like a starting point, right? Or like your present is always like that's your starting point in time, right? And then there's there's things that you can work towards. But um, there's, there's two things. Like when you look at past things, I always... I'm a kind of like a pragmatist, I guess, in a way where it's, I think there's, it's useful to look back on past events and past experiences for the lesson, but to not dwell on them, right? Like at some point it's wasted energy. Like there's some things, and I, I feel like when it becomes like, you feel like it's out of your control, like, oh, that's what should have been or could have been and all that shoulda, woulda, coulda like it's just wasted energy. What's the point of that? So um, there's that aspect and acceptance of um, where I am now versus where I would prefer to be in like, you know, like if I, um, you know, I should be at this spot. Well, this is where I am right now in my journey. There's, and that's an, um, I guess it goes to the same logic of, of that mentality that I had for the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, it's, it's wasted energy in terms of, well, I'm not at that future spot right now. Um, and it's, you know, I still have those goals, but it's, it's not right now in my journey. So that's, mm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, when you said that, it made me think of, I use, uh, use woulda, shoulda, coulda as like learning tools, right? So like today, last night and today I had to consult um, on, a, on a case with a client and I had, I had heck of woulda, shoulda, couldas. Mm -hmm. And I'm not one that's used to having anxiety. So I was having anxiety last night. I was like, dang. What? Yeah, it had me a little anxiety and I was like, oh boy, end up having a end up having like little nightmares, you know. But but what was interesting is I real I recognized that I was having anxiety and I said, Oh, okay, well, I know I'm gonna get through this, right? So yeah, so then what happened was to to handle my anxiety, I said, Well, what where am I at? What happened? I messed some stuff up. I have to own it, right? Like I there's things that I could have done. And so then I'm like, all right, where am I at now in my current situation? I had to analyze that. And then I said, what could I have done? What should I have done? Right. What would I have done had I known what I know now? And then that helped me decide on what my next steps needed to be. Mm -hmm. But I had to first start at Ooh, what, where am I? Like, how bad is this situation? Let me figure that out. Then it's like, okay, what is my next course of action? Well, let me think about what the ideal situation would have been. I would have done, I should have done, you know, A, B, and C. Dang, I didn't do any of those. So can I, can I still do A, B, or C, even if it's late, right? Can I still do that? Yeah, okay. And I have to suffer the consequences because I messed up, right? I can accept that, but it, it doesn't mean that it's like, oh, I should have done this. And that means I can't do it anymore. Sure. Like, well, if I should have done it, why am I not, do, like, why not do it now? And so... That was interesting when you said that. It was like, oh man, I use those as learning lessons. But when I was in, in my anxiety, I hadn't accepted where I was at. 
<clears throat> I was stuck in the woulda, shoulda, coulda, and what might happen. And so I was anxious. But once once I got to the acceptance, then I was able to manage my expectation. Like, well, this is where I'm at. I can mm. live with that, right? I can live with where I'm at. I have to, because here I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so now what do I do? And then I used woulda, shoulda, coulda to figure that out. Well, well, I had never thought about it like that. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of a situation I had um, over the weekend, right? Where I had um, angered a, a truck driver um, because I had uh, unknowingly cut him off, right? I know I told you guys about this tea and Carlos. But yeah, so I... Um, oh my gosh, that was what my nightmare was about. What? You got caught off? And I I was... I didn't remember that until you just said it. I got it from you. Thanks, Christina. I appreciate that. <laughs> you better accept that. Uh, yeah, you, you better go ahead and accept that. that. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. Oh, I was tripped. I woke up in the morning. I was just like, what was that about? I couldn't figure it out. But like I had like babies and I don't know what was happening. It was all crazy. Dang. But I it's because I had cut somebody off and, it, and then it just like snowballed. You know how nightmares go. It snowballed. Yeah. Next, you know, I was missing the and I had Dumbo left ear. I don't know what was going on. Sorry, go ahead. Um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, you kind of oh, you said that you Santa Claus came early, <laughs> and Rudolph had diarrhea. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> so you were doing different presents on top of it. Sound like the reindeer is not really reindeer; it's a little more like a pit bull. <laughs> I got you somebody's food. Um, you cut a uh, driver. Uh, oh, a yeah. So this weekend I was at Costco and it was like a busy parking lot. And I cut this driver off. Um, and I did it because, well, I didn't know that I was doing it, but I saw this truck and it was stopped and it was kind of like up against like this curve. And so I thought it was just parked there, right? I didn't realize that he was waiting to turn. Um, so I had gone around this truck because I was trying to get a, uh, out of the way of these other cars. And then, but I had upset him and then he started yelling and what and whatnot. And I was trying, to, I had rolled down my window and I was like trying to apologize, but I don't think he heard me. Um, so I tried to like make some hand gestures indicating that I was sorry. Um, yeah, I want to see what you do. Let me I was see. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> was so sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to see him moving over and you just, I'm you just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, hey man, she done cut me off. Yeah. And now she's praying that she's so thankful <laughs> that, that, that the Lord <laughs> opened up Gabby with this parking spot and this nice trucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um so that's not what has to do ex with acceptance, right? But so I felt bad. I found a parking spot and I saw where the trunk went. I had parked and I tracked across like the length of Costco trying to track down wherever this delivery truck went. Um, and I did track down the guy and I pulled. You were still there? Still there. Still in the back, like at the, I don't know, wherever they unload stuff for Costco. Um that's was big, man. That's a long walk. I figured he'd have then got his shit and the ship been over. <laughs> um, I found him and I and I apologized, you know, because I didn't um want to 
leave that bad impression with him and like leave him with a bad day. But I didn't, when I left that conversation or that situation, I, I felt like I could have, I missed an opportunity for like more human connection, right? Um, but it was a lot of, when I left, it was a lot of like, woulda, shoulda, coulda, like going through my head, like I should have said this, like, you know, I could have approached it like that. Um, but those are just learning lessons, right? For going forward, like. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's interesting how the lessons pop up in these woulda, coulda, shoulda moments, right? You could, you know, look at life in that kind of capacity, you know, we can look back and, and at certain, you know, instances and be like, man, I wish I would have and or should have and why'd I date her and this and that. But, you know, when you accept for where, you, where you're at, you know, you can connect and see how, how it all fits. And it's like, well, if I hadn't made, met her, if I didn't knock over this or spill this orange juice, I wouldn't have got up and saw that Carlos has an extra paper towel over there just in case I get a runny nose, right? You know, so it's just, you just never know where it's going to come. Um, Exactly. For me, you know, this is one acceptance is something that I struggle with. Um, I'm sure like just like many other anybody else who's who's watching probably, um, you know, having Crohn's disease and, you know, all these little elements are, that come along the path of life. Most recent, like my ankle, one that I struggle back and forth with is accepting whatever this new normal is going to be with my ankle. Right. I'm so used to um, keeping up with Carlos on his bike and running around and stuff like that. Um, but now, uh, it's, you know, going through some things right now. And, you know, uh, at one point I thought I was, I was good accepting that. And then I started developing some more pain. I'm like, all right, well, what is this new normal going to be? Right. And so, um, I was having a conversation with my doctor and part of it was, you know, I just want to know, what is going like what do I have any wiggle room for improvement right if he lets me know that hey we've done everything we can do and that these are the next options is it steroid shots is it going back in surgery then I have a choice to either go in and do the surgery for you know likelihood of you know relief steroid shots which I'm not going to go do or be like look like this is just our arthritis because we already gone in there and did some surgery and this is going to be the new normal. So if I have all the all the data to say, hey, this is where we're at, and I choose this, then I can go accept that, accept my reality as it is, and then go forth and figuring out is it Tai Chi, you know, stretching out the muscle, getting some acupuncture, doing other little things, and getting used to this, you know, new normal, this new this new flow of things, and how you know I'm kind of moving and grooving, and you know, I accept that. My little strut is going to look a little different so I can practice that so I can look cool when I'm debopping down the little, you know, <laughs> pathway or whatever. And so moving, moving, moving accordingly. But, um, you know, the, the struggle for me was, was like not, not wanting to put up with it. Right. And dealing with the pain and stuff like that. But once, you know, I'm, you know, I saw my doctor and was like, Hey, look, I understand. I just want all the information for where I am right now. I have the knowledge for this is what it's going to be. Then, then I got confident. I'm like, all right, well, now I know a couple of little things where I can, um, like reliefs, right? Um, practice daily practices to alleviate my pain, right? If it's going to be this, right? So, you know, I'm active in the process and, um, you know, going from there. 
it took a minute because I, I was in the, I should feel this way. I had surgery. I have screws. I have a plate. I should be able to go dunk on this brother like, bow. No. <laughs> you know, but maybe, maybe, maybe I won't be able to do that anymore. I just step back outside the three and drop the little swish all day. And I'm no longer, no longer dunking. So if that's what it's going to be, then, you know, I'm cool with that. But I, I know I have options. But being stuck on the what should was limiting my ability to see what happiness and progress and relief could look like. Um, so, yeah, I think being, being open and not seeing the worst of it, not seeing better, but getting exactly where you are with whatever you're dealing with um, will give you um, options to take real steps, no pun intended, um, in the right direction, whatever that looks like. You know, as you were speaking, I was thinking that you're not accepting your pain. When you, when you say that, that. You got some bread in the oven or something that's ready. Some veggies, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I got some golden beets, some other beets. <laughs> I'm colorblind, so there's probably some other colors, beets up in there. And I don't remember because I didn't read the package. <laughs> but you I got stuff. glasses anymore? Some squash. I wear them outside, not now. I ain't, but. I ain't got money like that to be buying the indoor ones yet. You know what I'm saying? But so when 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 you say acceptance, this is kind of like an interesting thing, right? In your head, you're thinking, is this a new normal? But then your next sentence was, if my doctor tells me this is a new normal, then I'm gonna go do Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. So then that's not the normal. What you're doing is you're accept you're accepting that, oh, I'm not gonna get surgery and I'm not gonna do this other stuff. So now I'm gonna go find another. So what you're accepting is these paths are closed mm -hmm. and I'm going to go find other paths because I don't want this to be what it is. Oh, I see what you're saying. You get my saying? Yeah, I'm not going to accept the pain. Like, if this is the daily pain is what you're saying, yeah. I'm hearing you correctly. Like, that's unacceptable. This is ooh, <laughs> but it's not a, um, no steroid shots. Right. Then I'm going to have a daily practice that's going to give me, hopefully, the relief that I'm looking mm -hmm. for on a regular basis. And the reason why I brought that up is Think about your Crohn's. When you went to the doctor, your doctor said, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. And you believed that data for a long time. Oh, I, and then, I, I accepted that for a long uh -huh. time. And then mm -hmm. one day you were like, I don't accept that no more. Right. And then you moved and you tried Tai Chi, you tried veganism, you tried, and then you started seeing better, different results, the results that you wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. So acceptance is an interesting thing. We could accept something and later realize we don't want to accept it anymore. And that's totally fine. You don't need to beat yourself up about that. Right. Well, you know, it, it, the interesting thing there on great insight was, you know, I accepted for a long oh, time uh -huh. um, what the doctor said and I tried it and I knew it wasn't working, but I, I stuck with it. And I had a lot of like, they, like everyone saying, this is what you need to do, which didn't give me any confidence in trying going out into the unknown, right. Trying the natural way of things. Yeah. But in my, in my, in myself, I wanted to, but it was just like, man, the medicine, the, I wasn't really doing it. I was just me. And then, um, had surgery and was like, look, I'm, I'm gonna roll the dice. And a couple other little things happened where it was just aligned where it's like, you know what, I'm gonna give it, give it a shot and see what I'm capable of. Right. And it just, you know, it, it worked out, you know, life throws, throws you curves. And so just a combination of certain situations, um, you know, like we talked about that line, the ups and downs, and 
don't know if it was a crest or if it was a valley, but somewhere along that path, I made a, a decision. And I was like, you know what, let me figure this out and see what it's hitting for. And, you know, it's. Yeah. Well, I think. What... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I think that's. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an interesting point that you bring up, Carlos, because I think the the when we say acceptance or or what I have in at least in my head is acceptance is um, it doesn't necessarily like eliminate the want to like be better or like improve, right? It doesn't take oh. that away. So acceptance um, it doesn't like have to be ex like just exclusive and stationary right like you not forever be, it's not forever like you know you could be like love your your home or whatever like your current situation is but that doesn't mean like you can't have goals and dreams to like want to you know to get control of your crones or to you know get a better job or have a bigger house or whatever your other aspirations are right like it that doesn't have to be two separate things no well, no, because, however, to be happy, if you are where you are, you got to find some contentment with that. Like, I accept yeah. I'm in my house. I'm a, I accept I'm in an apartment right now that's not even mine. I accept that. It doesn't mean, though, that in my next moment, I'm not trying to do something to, to better my situation. Yeah. Right. But I still accept. I, well, here I am. Now I'm going somewhere else instead of complaining. I think the thing about part of accepting is then you stop complaining. Yeah. Ideally, right? For happiness. So mm -hmm. it's it's like your ankle until you get the in your head right now, your perception is I need this info from the doctor. And until I get the info from the doctor, then I'm gonna complain because I don't know what to accept yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get the info from the doctor, you go, oh, all right, well, I'm not gonna do one, two, and three. I better go find some holistic. Well, then you might find that you stop complaining about your ankle because you're working towards something. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm trying this Tai Chi. It right. still hurt because then, you know, I think about how you speak about it sometimes. Sometimes you're like, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I feel a little twinge right there, but I found the stretch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't sound like a complaint. It sounds more like a, like, like a, uh, like ooh, I, I was curious. Yeah. yeah, curious, a solution. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I think I'm onto something as opposed to when you walk up, you're like, Man, I don't have data. My ankle hurts. I'm tired of it. I'm frustrated because you're you're waiting for somebody else to tell you what's what instead of taking it in your own hands. Right. And so I do that. You know what the interesting thing is? My, my ankle can represent life, right? You can stop and not do anything and get arthritis and be cool with that. But I don't want to live an arthritic life, right? You know, so um progress in for me equates to happiness right uh, there's a lot of people that i know that do not like to be stagnant and so continuous you know you know understanding exactly where you're at all right um like you said it, it's important and um for the moment exactly for the moment where you're at in that one it might be just a split second like right. All right. oh mm -hmm. like you're going through an intersection and you you realize you're uh-oh the light just turned red as you turn. You better right. be in the moment real quick. It said the woulda, shoulda, shoulda hit the, the <laughs> Oh, I'm in the middle of the intersection and the light is red. That's all that matters. Ooh. I'm gonna accept this moment and I'm gonna skedaddle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think, I think I think some people also is wondering is okay, 
how long do you accept something? I think that's the difference between all of us we're talking about. It's like yeah. Tanner saying how long, like, you know, until you see your doctor, that could be days, days, weeks, months. Mm-hmm. Like what Christina's saying is that also you accept where you are right now, you want to move on. Well, how long do you accept your current situation? Like, like Carlos calls his apartment, oh, my apartment's gone in the next month. Then I, you know, you have your time limits. So just, I think if you have that acceptance level shorter, and like what Carl's saying is that if it's shorter, you accept it, but you can always uh, improve on your situation. It gives you that, I guess you could say, the, the change that you need, the choices that you can make because you have everything you accepted yourself. But if I want to accept it for a day, then tomorrow I could change it better. I could, I could try something new. Yeah. And at the yeah. same time, I mean, if you're able to accept the moment every second, every day, then that every second you could change something. I mean, that's, yeah, you're free to change. You're yeah. free to change anytime, any day, any second, because you accept the moment, the next moment, I want to do something different. And that's the beauty of life. And you have the choice. All of the human has choice. You could do that. I mean, like T, like, okay, even like what Carl's saying is, hey, if you make that, you're accepting that choice that you have right now, mm-hmm. without the data, you can't do anything. But like Carlos just said, is that, well, if you've been doing certain things with your ankle, it's like, okay, one feels better. One thing feels better than the other. Mm-hmm. So you have that choice now for tomorrow or something to try that and improve on that. And that's accepting your path for, like I said, a natural uh, pain, almost pain-free, hopefully pain-free ankle. It's a beautiful thing you just said right there, brother, the choice, right? And that's part of stay smart in life. You have, you know, that ability to choose that, right? Um, I can choose not to do nothing. Yeah. But if, if I'm going to go around and complain about it, you know what I mean? That's one thing. So it's, it's, you got to take personal responsibility for it. You know, I can't expect, you know, him or anybody else to um, want my thing to feel better. I got to get up and do something with it. I'm going to be rubbing on it. You know, I'm trying different little elements. I'm thinking paying three easy payments for the little gimmick that comes out. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try something, but I'm not going to sit here and accept, you know, the arth- arthritis. You know what I mean? So that's that's my choice, though. That's my prerogative. But it, but I, I can just be like, you know what? I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to get me a little knee scooter. I'm going to put some Dayton's on it and some, some hydraulics, and I'm just going to rock with that. And I'm going to blow my knee out. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have a strong left leg, you know? And that's gonna, you know, it could easily be that as well, right? And so, um, <laughs> I just had an image of you're like, nah, man, I ain't accepting this. And then you just, and then you just see a foot just slowly come onto my lap, and then you just see him just take my hand and put it on his foot. <laughs> Circular motion. I'm like, hey man, wait a second, brother. Accept this moment. Oh, <laughs> you see this? This is the part where I say there is a reason for everything. Wax on, wax off. Oh, that's this whole time I've been thinking of Bruce Lee when he got his back broke. Mm. He refused. Mm-hmm. He refused, and we're and what Yost was talking about. <clears throat> acceptance is essentially you have an expectation your expectation is the line and and you're going up and down and up and down right 
And so acceptance is saying, well, I'm across that line at points, but I'm never really going to be on it. It's going to just be this wave, right? Like a, what is it in math? A sign, mm-hmm. a sign. And so Bruce Lee says flow like water. Mm-hmm. And when he was laid up in that bed with the broke back, he was like, I refuse not to be able to flow like water. Mm-hmm. I do not accept. And, and so he did what he had to do. Pain, whatever, trial and error until I guess you try, Yost, to your point. I guess you try until you get all the data that says you 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 eliminate all the different pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so one of the you also said Yosh was this con the concept of autonomy, right? I know some I've listened to some people say like, you know, you can be upset about a situation. Give yourself a time limit, right? Mm. You know, fill it, fill the entirety and the realness of whatever it is you're going through set a time limit right because there is a certain thing as paralysis by analysis that i'm guilty of as well right i'll get stuck in the loop and i'll be focused on that and what i'm focused on is what i'm going to feel but if i can't have the vision to look at and see myself doing better things my this is my vision is only as such right but if i can see myself in the bigger house or you know on the sand rail on top of a sand dune or anything like that and start taking active steps to go you know explore how to get into that process you know, if I go do that, then, you know, that's, that's one thing, but, you know, I think it's important to give yourself, um, you know, a time limit, because there are some people who are, you know, feel stagnant in certain situations or whatever, and give yourself a time limit, and then after that time limit, it's, all right, I felt it, I know, you know, I know what it is now, I see it as it is, so what do I got to do to change my situation, right, what can I do, what are some options? Do I go talk to somebody who's, who, who's been through this, right? Um, what did they do if, if you don't know? If, and if you don't know that, what don't I like about my situation? Jot that down, right? At least you know what you don't like. So if you're going out and you say you, you find a new job and it meets any one of those things on that list, it's like, ah, uh, nope, I felt what that felt like before. I know that very well and I don't want to do that again. And so maybe this job is not going to be that, right? So, you know, at least you gather the data, right? For me, going to see the doctor, I need the data, right? Um, so I can see what's up. And then I can go try the Tai Chi or whatever and so on and so forth. I get Carlos to rub my ankle out or whatever and go from there. You know what I'm saying? So you hear that big dog on my ankle rub? <laughs> but um, that was a great point, you know. What do you guys think about, um, you know, people – who are, who are struggling with accepting where they are, you know, with coronavirus out, maybe it's, you know, your presidential candidate didn't win, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on some of those things for uh, some people who are struggling with that? Really, dog, you just going to bring up politics, dog? I'm just going to bring, I'm not going to bring up a couple of things. I mean, let me go one back before that question, like Carlos was saying to Bruce Lee's story. Um, I had a similar situation with a friend or a person that I knew. Um, this was like, well, when I was in middle school. So 20, oh, like last year? I'm 20 something. <laughs> yeah. Two days ago, uh, 20 some years ago. But uh, I was going to try and help out after the, um, after the uh, earthquake. I was there. And they had a lot of, um, what do you call it, temporary shelters that people were still living in. So I had, I had, I was helping out this, uh, this, uh, pastor and like one day you know we what where we need to wake up early to help people okay i get up 
and I go over to him. He's like, he's like still laying in bed, like you know, like wait, are you okay? He's like, I can't get up. So uh, you get to go back to sleep. You know, you know, let's let's go back at ten instead of like you know six. So I was like, I'm wondering why. Then I found out is that he actually was walking in a parking lot like four, three or three years prior to that, got hit by a car or backing out and broke three of his uh, last vertebrae in his spine, right by, right, right above his uh, hip. Literally crack shattered those bones. And the doctor said, you will never ever, because they had to surgically remove everything. So all he had is just his, uh, like what, his nerve on his spine that was still intact. So they're saying, you're, you'll never walk again. But he didn't accept that fact and he actually went through rehab and he was going through like um, like pool therapy. So he was in the pool walking, building muscle around that spinal cord. And literally he built enough muscle there that he's walking and doing everything. But he was just saying is that every you know month or two, it just, you know, the muscles kind of like, I'm tired, you know, give me a little bit of extra uh, rest and kind of puts him in bed for about a day or half a day. But he was able to do that. And that was something that was amazed is that because he's like, oh, literally touch it. I'm like, bone, 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 whoa. Like literally just muscle and nothing for like about, about a good two inches. But he's walking. So he accepted that he was going to walk again. Yeah. But then he also accepted that he has to take a half a day or a day off every so often. Every so often. His back goes, you know, muscle goes, nope. But so at some at some point he was like he had to make a choice. Do I keep trying so that I so that I could walk perfectly again, or do I? Or, there's some threshold, right? And it doesn't mean that he gave up. Nope. Just because he has to take a half a day or a day, he was like, you know what? Here I've on this level of stubborn determination, I've gone from not walking to. And I might as well just have had a new back installed. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to get over there. Like I've, I've done all the work that I feel like I want to do. And I'm cool with this result. I'm going to accept my progress to here. Yeah. And that's not giving up. That's not failure. That's not giving up. Nope. And at the same time, every day, I think he was on that acceptance side, but he making a choice like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to defy the odds, I guess you could say to, to walk again to do this and to build that muscle. Each day he must have thought. Every day. Is this enough progress? No. Is this enough progress? No. And then one day he's like, this is enough progress. Yeah. Right? And and, and, I mean, mean, when I first met him, I had no idea. He was walking regularly, getting in and out of the car, driving, doing everything fine. Until that moment that that he just couldn't get up that that morning. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) another thing that we have to learn to accept is that other people might have different levels of acceptance than us, right? Like that other people are free to accept what they want to accept about their life. You know, so Bruce Lee's wife might have accepted that he's never going to be able to walk. And Bruce Lee had to make his acceptance. He had to figure his stuff out with her acceptance being what it was. 
right? You gotta, acceptance is up to you. And you, and if you start accepting things based on other people's definitions or input, mm-hmm. well, that's your, that, that's your choice, right? But really at the end of the day, acceptance comes down to what can you sleep with? What can you be feeling good about, right? What are you okay with? And it, and it really ought not to be what, So well, maybe dependent on somebody else. It makes me to a degree. I yeah, think that has some. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say conversely, I guess um, acceptance is also um, there's situations where you have to, where you yourself have to accept someone else's choice. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Um, right. And that's that's like a whole nother thing. Like, but that's a choice that um, sometimes that's the only thing that you yourself can control, right? Like you can't control someone else's life, the choices that they're making, the path that they're going down. You can try to, you know, maybe give advice or like be there as support, but sometimes the only thing that you can control is your own mindset and acceptance of what they're doing. And that is really yeah, that's a really good it with point. boundaries and all that. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm done. No, it makes me think of <clears throat> if any of you have ever seen Castaway with uh, Tom Hanks. Wilson. But in the movie, you know, the plane goes down. I'm not going to give the whole story away, but um, the plane went down, dog. Yeah. Did you just give the story away? I'm not, that's not the whole story. And, uh, spoiler alert, it's been out for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh, you just, come on now. You know somebody got that on DVR talking about, hey, don't tell me though. Don't tell me I'm still supposed to watch it. Part. DVR? <laughs> exactly, that's my point. We're talking about videotapes, man, VHS. Wilson <laughs> wasn't on, well, anyway. But, um, so Tom Hanks and, and I forget the lady's name, but, you know, they they were obviously they were gonna get married when you know when he got back or whatever. But obviously the plan was different. Um, she thought you know he was dead for a good long time, and so she accepted that he he was gone. To her, her reality was he's never coming back. She accepted that, and in order to move on, she had to accept that and moved on and found someone else and got married. And so um, Tom obviously he didn't accept that that was his strength right he wanted to get back and so he kept fighting to get back and he got back and when they finally came came to there was dang they came to that forefront and then now they had to now she had to accept that he was still alive and he had to accept that she she moved on she had moved on and neither of them was right or wrong for it neither one of them was right or wrong for it It it's an interesting story because you know, they they both understand where they were and just that gap of that lack of information, you know, not knowing where each one, one of them were, then they somehow came back to be. They accepted each other's realities, like, you know, and it was really powerful, but, you know, it's a really interesting story. I recommend, you know, watching it. Um, same stuff with my man, Wilson, soccer ball. Um, volleyball. Volleyball. I wish I could sing because when you said and they got back together and then in my head I had an image an image I had a 
a scene. Kind of a hallucination, a scene, right? Uh, of, of like some reunited, but I can't sing, right? So maybe Christine, maybe she could cut it in. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you mouth the words and she, she, she cuts it in. Very good. But I mean, it, she, just accepting like the loss, right? For example, um, there are some people that, you know, funeral, funerals are a part of life and, you know, what? It's part of that process, right? At some point, we all have that appointment, um, or if you've ever been to a few of them, but, you, you know, we have to accept, you know, someone no longer being here at some point or, or not, right? It's a choice. And so, you know, that new normal is another thing. And so sometimes people gather strength from it and become inspired um, and so on and so forth. But it's an interesting, you, you know, when you, when you said that, it made me instantly think about that movie. You know, a lot of what I do in my private practice is help people learn to accept different things. I mean, I think some of that is like, like right before acceptance, I think is also understanding. Like steps to acceptance is understanding, right? That's understanding a different podcast. Yeah. Not playing. Different. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I mean, but I mean it's, it's true. It's like, if I accept one thing, um, like what we're saying is that let's say or tire yourself you know from people that are saying like funerals you got to accept that there are different views about other people how they how they accept funerals like funerals like a a very very um sad place to be like you're gonna miss somebody but at the same time it's funny because you're gonna have laughter smiles at a at his funeral also and some people think that's just disrespectful but i reality i'm on that side saying that you know what it's a, I think a funeral is a celebration of life, as in his life, how he was, how he, what he affected you. Just a story about between the connection that you had with that person. And that's how you accept saying, that, hey, you know what? I had a great relationship with this person. You know, I had these moments that I remember all the time. I'll cherish all the time. But I, I need to accept the fact that he's no longer being able to make new ones together. But just accepting the fact that I have those memories of that person. And then, I guess you say, reminding or reliving that that moment that you had that with that person, it's gonna put a smile on your face. You're gonna say, "Hey, you know, I remember that. It was, it was cool. I enjoyed it." But at the other side, you're gonna have the other people that are saying that, you know, what I accept this. I, I don't want to accept this loss. I don't want to accept that he's gone. And those, like, say, sad or depressed, not depressed, but like you know, people that are very hurt. But those people, I guess, needs to accept the fact that understand and accept the fact that they're not they're no longer there or here anymore and it's just a small step that they could just start doing the to the so it's like the degree of acceptance that you have that you're some people are already you know a leap ahead that doesn't doesn't really care about you know, not not care but doesn't even feel that way of a funeral versus people that do can i get me what i'm trying to say yeah do you think that understanding, you know, some of life's processes makes it easier to accept? Like if you like that truth, no one lives forever, nothing lasts forever, right? Yeah. You think it makes it a little bit easier to accept certain things, right? If you understand, I mean, it, like, it, yeah, it, it gives you a little bit of a buffer. I guess I always think that way. Is that that's that's life? I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, no one lives forever. I mean, of course. Everybody would want to live to 100 and something, 200 years old. Yeah. Ooh, not me. No, mm -hmm. I'm 
If you keep like your work. energy, like Carlos, yeah. running around everything, like an energizer buzzy till like 200, <laughs> man, he's going to be buzzing around at 200. Yeah, my feet would be so tore up. Could you feet. imagine a, like a, like a, a plenty of fish profile, putting your age up there? You talk about <laughs> enjoys long, 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 long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gets free ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, I mean, like, only thing that it's hard to accept is that accidents, I would say. Losing someone in an accident or losing someone to certain uh, disease or something like that. Like, their person's life should be long. In, in a way. I, I, I've had so many deaths in my life when people die, I'm like. Oh, I mean, I'm similar. You know, because I've learned, I've, I have accepted that somebody could be here today, gone tomorrow. I, I've had to accept that. So what does that do for you when you understand, you accept that? So what do you, does that, does that strengthen your connection? What does that change for you? Or what did it change once you came to that, that period where, you know what? That's just that's, it is what it is. I think like everything, it, it it's a blessing and a curse because because it allows me to build awesome connections with strangers, knowing that here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I get I could sit in the moment. It allows me to build awesome connections with my friends and family and loved ones. But at the same time, I think it. I think my connections might only go. I think they're. I think if I used to connect with somebody from all the way to a hundred, so many people have just disappeared and passed away and so on and so forth. I think now I only get to 90, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because you should it's, go too far and hurt yourself, I guess you could say. Well, no, it's not, it's not a matter of hurting myself. It's just in my head. I just know like, I don't know. It's interesting. Why, why put that? Why put that much effort into something you you know that might not be there tomorrow? No, no, because I don't. I don't hold back. I don't hold back from y'all. Right? Yeah. Saying, but it's it, it's almost as though like there's like a. I don't. That's why I said it's a blessing and a curse. You yeah, know? my grandfather is eighty eight, and I was just over there interviewing him on, on Veterans Day. He talked about you know. Everyone, my grandma, him and my grandmother were talking about parties and stuff they used to have. And we were going through pictures and they were like, all these people are gone now, right? You know, people that he was in the service with and someone, you know, that my grandfather used to um, groom when he was in the military called him not too long ago and thanked him for being hard on him because it helped him not only while he was in the service, but after he got out in the reserves. Um, But, you know, my grandfather, just talking about people in the neighborhood and stuff that he's only a, a couple of uh, us left, he said, because they used to, everyone that was, that were originals back when the, the line of houses were um, built, they would get together and, you know, have functions and um, potlucks and things like that. And so he's like, there's only a few of us left or whatever, but he didn't say it in a sad way. He, he, he said it as just, it is what it is. Like, you know, some people are just kind of come and gone, you know, and I think he understands the process. Like that's the vibe I got from him. But um, from the outside looking in, I can um, maybe it made me think about the bittersweetness of what we're talking about right now, you know, um, 
but he, my grandfather maintains that he's lived a good life and he talks highly on, on family and the strength of the connections and love within it. And he's, he doesn't have any regrets. So for that, I'm thankful. And, you know, I, I draw lessons from that and, and he gives his observations from where I am. And so it's just, it's, you know, to each its own, right? Yeah. To each its own. And I think it, it, it allows you to, like when I see your grandma, because I don't hardly ever see him. Mm-hmm. When I see him, I really appreciate it. Because I, as opposed to thinking, well, I'll see him again in, in a month or six months. Yeah. Right. I see him and I'm like, I see, I, I appreciate, when I see my dad, he's 82. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm really appreciative when I see him because my mom's been gone for so long, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, oh, my dad. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. And then it's like, yeah, who knows? There's a lot that comes with acceptance, you know. I think we're kind of at the core of we're talking right now about gratitude, right? Um, mm-hmm. On the flip side of it, you know, on one side, you know, acceptance of loss, right? But acceptance, um, it, it makes you think, all right, well, if I understand that truth, what am I right now? What, what can I do right now, right? What do I appreciate right now? Um, the caliber of one's life, right? What are you trying to do? Um, if you're stagnant and you understand the process, at some point, well, I'm going to take a supreme dirt nap. <laughs> are, are there some things that I, you know, I want to get out of this rut to do? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're good with the arthritic lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. You or know? maybe your relationship maybe has turned stagnant and maybe you not. failed to accept that that's what's happened mm-hmm. and to accept that you have a responsibility if you wanted to change to make Ooh. a change you can't just point fingers Damn, you open up a can of worms on that <laughs> my life just flashed my little short little piece of life like man there's a couple of spots where man i accepted and i did like, yeah cool let's rock with it and then it was just like it didn't feel right mm. You know, it didn't feel like I tried and like I, I was paying lip service, but my inner core wasn't really feeling it until I had that honest conversation to, to uh, really see where I was at. The question became, can I accept this right today? Right. Because, you know, I don't know what tomorrow is. I could hope change will come in the next six months. I could be hoping six years or 60 years. And I would hate to waste that time, you know? So for me at a certain point, um, the question was, could I accept this person for who she is at this moment in time? Cause that's all I could rock with. And um, I couldn't, and I, I accepted my hundred percent of um, effort into it. And I accepted that she deserved to be happy just as much as I could deserve to be happy right and so for me it was I want her to be just as happy so if my 100% is not gonna cut it cool I get my 100% I'm gonna go keep it moving with my little bebop down the pavement and hopefully she finds somebody who got a little different kind of bebop and rock steady you know so um, but I learned a lot from that and I look back on that and I still draw lessons from it and I think you know by if, it, if I didn't accept that moment, then I wouldn't have anything to teach, right? So with this ebb and flow up and down crest and valley, there's a lot of knowledge that comes with it and a lot of power and insights that, you know, we can help each other with to move through this process of life, right? You don't have to do it alone. There's a lot of things that we've all done 
that we can all teach from, right? There's a, you know, college isn't where you don't learn everything about life, but um, I think all of us have a degree in something, right? Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one, reach one, you know? So mm -hmm. there's that. I think one thing that, you know, like T, you were saying is that accept this, right? Um, the choice you make to accept, to accept something, I believe now, after talking about this, you know, certain things you learn from like, you know, Christine's experience, Carlos's tired experience, it sounds like, and I just thought it was like, once you accept on, accept something, that's a new starting line. Yeah. So every time you do something, you're like, oh, I accept that. Well, what am I going to change now? What am I going to do for my more goals that I have? I could get more goals. I could make more goals. There's more possibilities that should open once you accept something and like, oh, that's my starting line. I, I, I could draw my line again. Isn't there a saying that they, um, like the first step to like recovery or heal is acceptance or something like that? Are we in an AA meeting now? <laughs> but like, it doesn't just have to pertain to those situations, right? Like, like it, it could pertain to anything, anything, like just where you are or like what you were just saying. It's yeah. a situation that you have at that moment, mm -hmm. and accept that. And if I accept, accept it, boom, I think it just opens up a new door. Mm -hmm. mm. Accept my apology for eating up all the food in the kitchen every time I'm in the kitchen. Or I don't have to accept your apology. And then you have to accept that I don't accept it. And I'll be going to Costco with the swiftness. <laughs> But watch out for the chocolate. I mean, yeah, watch out when he borrows his food. He does get mad, you know. Yeah, I'm really working on accepting that people <laughs> eat my food. That's funny. I remember one time when you were before you were vegan, I was always at your house when you, when you were cooking for a week, right? So on Sunday nights, you were always cooking, and uh, I didn't have dinner that day. I got up to your house, and you finished making the food, and I started picking at it. <laughs> I think I a lot. Picked a lot. I was like, "Oh crap!" Like, Wednesday to Friday now. I'm like, <laughs> I was three days short. <laughs> I'm like, I picked the potatoes. Oh man! I mean, like, I'm sorry. I accepted that. My bad. My bad. And I had to accept that I didn't have lunch for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So I had to figure something out. And I was broke, so yeah, I made it work. Yeah, but after that, I started, you know, taking food when I go. <laughs> oh, I see. You trade. You trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> bring me these little rice ball things. Most of the time, I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. Those steam buns, big buns. Mm. They don't make those vegan. But yeah. Oh, I did have one that was vegan at um, Sips in uh, Claremont. Mm. They got they got vegan uh the little buns the bao little white joints little bao bun the little bao 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 except they call it something else but they ain't got the little the good toasted ones you know the the ones that have the pork in it that's like kind of brown with the yeah. sweet pork dang I ain't found a vegan version of that joint I've never had one of those before I never they, had one of them things yeah well like the bao like the outside bao itself is is vegan because it's yeah. just like. A flower, right? And water. water. Yeah, just flower and water. It's like a cloud. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so. Oh, your other baked goods are getting ready. 
No, no, that's my sweet potato fry. Oh. Quinoa, a mixed uh, veg- veggie, like, a, well, it's roots, a whole bunch of different roots. A medley. A medley, and then uh, sweet potato fries. And... Ooh, I know that one, because I have that on my fridge right now. The, the one from Costco? <laughs> no, I got it from my Vons. Oh. Uh, but it's like the root vegetable fries, a medley. Oh, no, no, I ain't got that. But... Anyways, it's all good. It's delicious. I'm sure yours is good too. Not as good as mine. I'm just kidding. So, well, man, this is what a great conversation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we could go on for 14 hours and 36 minutes with this bad boy, but let's not do that because some people got places to go. And, some people uh, won't accept that. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> and my tummy is like, brother, you got to eat that food that you over here smelling because I'm over here sweating. It's hot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tayari's body heat, or I think it's my body heat bouncing off of him and coming uh, back to me. I'm struggling right yeah. now. I'm like, man, just opening that door. Yeah. Have you ever seen Tayari have a heat meltdown? <laughs> Maybe we could catch one of those. <laughs> oh. oh, man, those oh, man. are funny. Oh, man. And there's no air conditioner he could he could freeze me with in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yes, you know, uh, everybody... You get a, a two minutes if you want to leave people with a parting last thought on acceptance before we had closed this podcast number seven out. Uh, acceptance is a stepping stone. Uh, you know, it could be in the moment, could still have progress and build upon it. And um, one of your choices is to accept others. Mm. I mean, except this would be like I said, a new starting point to where you want to be or where you can be. Uh, second, like I said, accepting is your own thing. Um, never try to push it against other people. And understanding that other people have acceptance of what you do. Um, so it's always a two-way, two-way street. Um, sometimes it could be one way each way. Um, but just accepting and understanding that can make some certain lives easier for you. Hmm. I think for me, it would be um, just kind of like a recalibration of thought in terms of um, accepting where you are as a destination. Be mindful of that. Switch perspective and um, accept that life is a journey, right? So where you are right now, it doesn't have to be where you end up. Like you're, it doesn't have to be your, your last chapter. And there are tools that, and um, advice and people that you can, you know, reach out to um, help you take those next steps or blaze a new trail and support you in that process. So um, just be, be, be aware of that, be mindful of that, reach out to any of us, um, stay smiling life. And uh, any of us, I believe, will be more than happy to work with you to, to help you find your way. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I'll leave you with, uh, and myself, leave myself with this too. Um, once you accept, you can then start moving on. You can start healing and you can start smiling, right? Remember acceptance. It's not about what could have been, not what should be. It's not about what's supposed to be. Rather, acceptance is about what, they are. what things are just as they are. So here at Stay Smiling Life, we wholeheartedly believe you can and deserve to be happy. 
Stay Smiling Life is here to help you take control and empower you to choose happiness. Go live a life where you understand why and how the choices you make impact your happiness. So let's go get to getting happy together. Take it easy, y'all. Have a good one. See you on the next one. Shush, 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 shush. See you on the next one. <laughs> Two right, Later. I want these fries. <laughs>